All right, who wants to hear about high-octane adventures and the latest and greatest on the motor scene? It's time to rev it up with John and Jess on Joy 1340. Oh, man. All right, Jess, what do you got? What did I just say to you? I have no idea. I said you have to introduce this one. Oh, I got to introduce her? Oh, my goodness. So I have this, this is kind of like weekend. the t-shirt, hold the t-shirt so I go to the bathroom thing all over oh again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now, I remember that. I literally said it. All right, so we have a good friend with Diana. Do you, is that what they call you, Diana? Or is it D or I mean, You don't have no nicknames, do you? Some people call me D. Some people call me Diana. Really? Okay. Yeah. Just call her. Yeah. Don't respond. So, Just don't it, call me ugly and I'll be fine. <laughs> That's I don't, some simple rules. I don't ever do that. I don't ever, like, well, we, got, we can go into other stuff, too. But So we've always had, so... Has it always been Ramstoke, Ramstoke Racing? Yeah. Um, the name came from my dad. Uh, okay. He raced in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. He raced top, oh, wow. top fuel. He started out in Pro Stock, Pro Street, and then okay. moved up to um, top fuel. Moved up to top and fuel. So the name came from him because his nickname was Smoke. And then okay. he was a Mopar guy, so that's where the Ram comes from. Okay. And so I that's just kind of, cool. when really he cool. passed away, I just kept the name, the name you know, so many people I run into wherever I travel through the Midwest to race yeah there are people will come up to me like hey your dad used to race top fuel you know back in the 70s and yeah. 80s and it's the coolest thing because it's like I'm so far away from this state his home track was Great Lakes which is my home track now and people still recognize the name really that's and, great yeah, it's really cool you know so yeah, so when you were so when you were doing it, you got involved with Dad right away as a kid? You were always involved? Yeah, we, I grew up at the track. I was probably three days old when I was at, at the <laughs> drag days. strip. Yeah, and that was before they gave you the kids, you know, the headphones or the earplugs. And um, My hearing is amazing. I thought I really? would, you know, I should be deaf. Right. Oh, yeah, for all I mean, these I would years stand right next to his race car when he would yeah. fire it up. I, I should be really hard of hearing. But I can hear stuff from like a mile away. Really? It's, it's awesome. almost annoying. Oh, wow, that's great. <laughs> the uh, And you've got, now, we're obviously here at the O'Reilly's World of Wheels here in 2023 right. um, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And right before this all happened, we had a major snowstorm, and you almost really didn't make it, did you? Almost, yeah, almost didn't make it. It was an ice storm. It wasn't even a snowstorm. It was yeah. an ice storm. And... Um, we had a lot of power outages, trees coming down on people's houses and cars and power lines, and it was bad. Yeah, there were a lot of, there were pileups on the highway, and my power went out right when I was in the middle of buffing my car and getting it. I should have been putting it on the trailer, and the power went out. And did, did you tell everybody, I mean, Jess knows, but do you know, does everybody know that you painted this thing like the couple of days before it got to the show? Um, some people, <laughs> some people do. Yeah, yeah. It's I painted it two days before I had to have it here. So yeah, yeah. Nothing like pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Nothing. You know, and then the people, my car club is like, so you're bringing the heat this year, right? I said, what do you mean, like my cop friend? I'm, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the heat? Yeah, because my car kind of, I'm not really sure how it happened, but I kind of they put me out in front in my club. Because okay. I'm, I really kind of draw the crowds. Yeah. Um, just because my paint jobs are kind of extravagant, and, and oh, yeah. um, when I go up there um, to to make my pass, I always do like this really big, loud, smoky burnouts, and I go way past the tree. And I'm sure like, the, the kids and everybody love it. Real crowd pleaser, yeah. So, um, I, you know, I said, no pressure. You know, you guys are expecting me to like, you know, come up with this amazing paint job and like really. <laughs> be the four yeah. the forefront of the club so i really no had no, it, right, no pressure so i was really like this has got to come out amazing otherwise i'm gonna let everybody down so yeah. but um now, was it your dad who taught you how to race and 
dragon, that type of thing? I didn't really start getting super involved with racing until after he passed away. Oh, really? really? Yeah, I mean, I hung out at the track. I, you know, I grew up in the garage watching him turn wrenches. And how long? I'm, how long has Dad been gone? Uh, he passed away Christmas Eve, 2019. Oh, so that's not, not that long ago. Yeah. So he really didn't get a chance to see me. You know, I didn't really seriously get involved with racing. Yeah. I just kind of did it as a hobby before okay. he passed yeah. away. So he was never able to see me really be completely involved in racing. But I think that's kind of what inspired me yeah. is when he passed away. I'm like, well, somebody's got to take over the legacy. My brother's a musician, so he didn't go that direction. <laughs> that so I'm the only one left over. So yeah. I kind of I took it over. Every year, it's it's like a weird addiction every year i gotta buy some the newer car go faster bigger really? motor yeah so but i'm hoping this this year will be the last car for me it, i you can't really get a better car than what i got yeah i mean it's beautiful for one thing and when you first started racing racing was it like small just like street racing or, or did you just go jump right in and fix my track? my first my very first build, my first car was a 94Z28 with an LS1 motor, and it was a nitrous car. Okay. So um, the, my very first race car, I started out running like high eights, low nines. Your very first car? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I, you know, no guts, no glory kind of thing. Yeah, I was um, going to say. And then every year, I've just been going faster and faster and faster. Everybody's really surprised. Last year, I mean, I ran, ran 178 miles in the quarter mile last really? year with that car. Yeah, and, and that's moving. This this year I should be low sevens, high sixes. You know, two close to 200 miles an hour. And you know, my circle track friends are like, "You're crazy." <laughs> but it's all about the adrenaline, though, isn't it? Too. It is too, and you don't really notice it because you're so. Like I get in the zone. In the zone, I was just right. Are you yeah, in, in the, the zone? zone? Yeah. When you when people come up and talk to me when I'm in the staging lanes, I'm kind of like a zombie because I'm just focused. I'm focused on okay, did, going off a checklist, a mental checklist of okay, did I do this? Did I do that? It, what's my my like my strategy going to be? Because yeah. it's, when you're racing, it's not. A lot of people aren't familiar with how bracket racing goes. They've, they've made it because so many. It's it used to be about who had the most money, who had the biggest motor, and that oh, was yeah. the guy who won. Well, that was unfair to the little guy who couldn't build a big motor. So they made it trickier and created this thing called bracket racing. So not only do you have to beat your opponent, but you have to stay within a, what they call a dial-in time. So say I, I think my car is going to run the quarter mile in 8.5 seconds. That's the number I write on my window. I have to beat the guy next to me, but I can't go faster than 8 Point five seconds. If I do, it's called a breakout, and you lose. Even if you, you gotta be consistent. even if you go through the traps, if you go faster than eight and a half seconds, you lose. So wow. it's tricky. It's twofold. So you have to leave the light. You have to have a perfect light, so that you know, kind of, so you can kind of gauge how fast you're going to make sure that you're not going to break out. So you kind of try to watch the guy at your corner of your eye that's next to you, yeah. and then if you have enough ahead of him, you just kind of try to tap the brakes a little bit so that you can stay Consistent. you never yeah you never really know if you're if how fast you're really going okay so you could think you won but then you really didn't because you went faster than the time oh that's a lot of work. so now you do a lot of bracket racing so is that do you do a lot of cash prize money a lot of competition with the car yes yeah okay so is this your day job no 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 it's not my day job yeah it's, listen to this 
It's like, so it's what do you do for a living? This is my second, what do you do? second career. Um, I own a body shop. I do all the painting. I do custom painting, pinstriping. Um, I was doing some muscle car restoration, things like that. But I'm, I'm trying to get away from a lot of that and only doing it for certain people, you know, for friends. And this is a body shop as... I know is that is all it's all you 100% all you right now it's me 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 and me my goodness yeah so I not can't. only doing the body shop but and the racing too right yeah, yeah. And, I, and I can't find anybody who shows up to help me at the racetrack <laughs> either so well, well we, we might have, have somebody I have to try to yeah I have to try to steal somebody else's crew person so I'm poaching other people's crew members to come and help me well, Jess, Jess has got the paperwork all drawn up I think you're gonna be adopting Zyler for the summer okay yeah, it's, yep. it's a good time, and drag racers are some of the best people. Oh, yeah. You know, we're sure. all like a big family. Like, for instance, last year, I it got down to me and another guy for the 860 Index, and his water pump broke, and I just happened to have a spare, so I let him borrow my water pump. Even, so you guys can race even though other. Even though he could have beat me and won the money, I still let him use my water pump That's so great. he could stay That's in cool. it. Yeah. Because you know, he'd still win some money, yeah. but he still had to make the, the next you pass. you got to make the pass to qualify. Right. He's got to get yeah. money to buy a new water pump. Right. But you see that all the time. You go to the drag strip, the, the announcer will put out a parts call. Okay. And, like, somebody see needs, got a, somebody needs a starter, somebody needs a belt, something like that. And you'll just see people running from all over the place up to the announcer and bring, so bring in spare parts that they might have to help, you know, help another guy out. And so it's... It's competitive, but at the same time, like we're all oh, yeah, like a big, big family. It's probably. Where's your shop out of? Like, where are you from? Um, I'm out of Franksville, Wisconsin. Yeah, it's about probably 20 minutes from here. Okay, that's not bad at all. No, you race out of Great Lakes Dragway, you said, correct? Yeah, that's my home track, and that's where the the Midwest Nostalgia Pro Stock Association, which is the club that I belong to, that's yeah, uh, primarily where people. we run out of. Yeah, the track pays us to put on the, the major events. There's you know us, the Chicago Wise guys. Uh, the gassers are our door slammers are here yep. today also so some of the major groups they pay us for those big events to put on a good show which is like that's why i like to put on those big smoky burnouts you know well the, and these are the groups that you with pontiac bob and uh Rodney, right uh, right national, right. national right. dragster national yeah. dragster yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 he's the leader he's of our guy. he's the leader of our group and um and he does a really good job of it he really you know really busts his butt to, to make everything stay you know, everybody stay focused and run run efficiently. I think I was uh, was it was one was it Wednesday or Thursday? When did you get here? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, so Thursday she brought the car and off the trailer and we're all everybody's pushing it all in and we can't walk by and help her and all the cars were lined up on the angle right there and she kind of had it and she was exhausted. She was about ready to fall over. So I think it was uh, Ryan or whatever Kyle or we were, we were just going to try to help push it because it was going back and forth. The big race car and Rodney's up in front of National Dragon. He's like. He's like looking at the car. He's like, no, a little bit more over this way. And her eyes go, we did it like three times back and forth. She's like, really? He's like, I want him to look all a certain way down the aisle, which he does a good job at what he does. Right. He really yeah, does. He I does. Mean, he, and so you got to give a, or just sometimes it's like, you know, you, you had enough at that point. Yeah. I, I, you know how that goes. I had felt like death. I, I haven't had a day off in three weeks just between working the shop and then trying to get the car ready. You know how um, that goes? I do. 
Yeah. yeah. So, and, you know, and then he comes by to take a picture of me putting the motor mania sticker, and I look like death, like death warmed up, ready to just... I <laughs> acted like... And the thing I about guys, like though, if I could interject really quick, is that oh, yeah. they don't take multiple pictures, so we can pick the best one. It's like, okay, right. good, we got it next I'm time. Always, <laughs> I'm always one, and I'm like, it's good. And she's like, dude, you took a couple, right? I'm like, no. I'm like, I don't know why I never do it yet. I always applaud the fellas that are like, oh, you're taking, like, three. I'm like, oh, thank you. you guys are yeah, I'm, I don't know why I still, I just do it all the time, and... I acted like I was I was zooming in the back of the car, but I look I act like I was zooming in on her face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, come on. She's like, she gave she gave me the Jess look, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm kidding, you know. Yeah. Please don't do that. I, I said I look like a zombie right. And a zombie probably looked better than I did. I was so exhausted, and I didn't. The power just came back on, and I loaded my car in the trailer and headed this way. I mean, I just I didn't know. They didn't know when the power was going to be back on, yeah. and I was still in the middle of buffing it when the power went out. She put the she all the decals there on the car. Yeah. Uh, the Ram, the Ram smoke on it. Did she put those on here? Oh, really? I didn't yeah. have a choice. Power she put all, right. yeah. She put all the decals and lettered the car here at the show on Thursday. Yeah. Gotta before do it got she started. Gotta do. Okay. Yeah, so so. That's, that's stuff. I, I just got to get the car there. That's stuff that I can do when I'm at the show. I can do here. You know. But yeah, it was. I was in the uh, the worst mood trying to get that stuff on there. Yeah, it and was. you got. You know, one thing I think I was going to tell Jess about, and I'm be having four daughters and obviously all these ladies around me all the time i think it's uh one thing i was talking about with you is the intimidation factor mm. yes. uh, the men are very intimidated by you yeah all the time because like when she goes through i think both of you now saw i mean i knew she had this big hauler before but like when she came to motor mania that big white hauler that she drives and a lot of guys were intimidated i remember when i think it was andy clatt because you, you know you're a girl close with the slot car guys too right right and i was with andy somebody came over there and they were, saw her pulling with that big old rig and Came over there and she was in the car in the uh, in her carrier in her hauler and stuff there for a minute. And one of the guys said uh, next to Andy, he said, "Because I wonder if she's waiting for her husband or her boyfriend to get her to get Woo! the car out because she wants to, you know, she must not do it." And Andy go, you know, Andy. He's like, he goes, "Why don't you go tell her that?" Yeah, that works for you. And I'm like, and I'm like, no, she's good, she's good. Don't worry about yeah, it. Cause yeah, because Andy knows. I mean, if I had a dollar for as many guys came by me just this weekend, say, "Is it your husband's car?" <laughs> And I said, well, unless my husband's name is Diana and it's on the window right there, then yeah. no, this is my car. And I think it, yeah, I think it's great that uh, that there's, you know, women still in the industry doing stuff. I mean, back when I was younger, it was always, what, Shirley Madonna, you know, everybody was yeah, there back. She was, yeah, she was kind of my inspiration yeah. because I grew up with her. Um, you know, when my dad would go to make his bash, he, they would drop me off at her trailer. Yeah, so she oh, was really? Like, she's like, and I still talk to her today. I, I call her. Um, oh, I my had gosh, a, I, I had, had no idea. One of my friend's daughters was, like, really idolizes her, and she had a picture. She had a T-shirt from back in the 70s and asked me yeah. if I would send it to her to sign it, and I mailed it to her. She autographed it and sent it back with, like, a bunch of little, like, Trinkets with that is from, so from great. yeah, so she's like the nicest person, and I how, yeah. How old is Shirley now? She's probably in her seventies, mid seventies, seventy three, seventy four. Shirley Mondowney was like what she was basically the first woman of drag racing, right? Yeah, she was, and she yeah. the stories that she told me about all the hell she caught from all the men. Oh, it was bad. Just, yeah. she was on yeah, every magazine yeah, cover. They didn't. They gave her the hardest time about how women had no business being in drag race, and that was a sport, men's yeah. world. And she just kept fighting. She pushed through. She said, "I'm going to show them," and she did. Yeah, and she went. She went all the way to the top. She sure did. And she had a bad wreck at Great Lakes, where her dragster yeah. went over the rail and basically came apart. It disintegrated, and her roll cage was the only thing that was left, and it was out in the cornfield with her in it yeah, yeah with her in it yeah she had some pins and, and plates in, in both of her legs and she came right back the next year and built a new car and, like, went, and what <laughs> right yeah so wow. i'm yeah, back you guys thought you were gonna lady. get rid of me yeah 
Yeah, so do you have a question, Red? Yeah, I do. Um, Go for it, Red. Now, especially with women wanting to be more involved in the industry, um, what would your message be towards them? Um, well, now I think as so many women are are doing it, we've kind of paved the way. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of respect from a lot of my members, but there are still some guys out there that don't feel that women should be doing this, and they really. But the fun part of that is when I race some of these guys, they're so intimidated that they do not want to get beat by a girl that you end up psyching them out so bad that they, they red light. Yeah. You know, well, so, they get so, so they, intimidated they for the guy. They get so freaked okay. out that they do not want to be beat by a girl more than anything else that they end up losing just be out of their own Now, Red, you, ego. Know what the red, you know what that means? You just got into this industry a couple of years back. Yeah. But And you, we've only done the street races. So, you, like, on our street race, we do, uh, we do red and Red and green, red, uh, red and green, red, red, huh. red. And, well, yeah, yeah red and yeah. green. There you go. But so you know what? But she means by red light, right? So uh, yeah. when it's a pro tree at the track, which you've seen a million drag racing videos. Mm-hmm. So and she'll explain it to you. So it's it's three sets of yellow and. and yeah, it's it's yellow, 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 and then green. Uh, so, oh, well, no, that's that's a full tree. So. I wanted you to explain for, that because I didn't want to screw it up. I'm like, yeah. here's a racer. I'm for, like, for, I did it for, for bracket before. racing. Um, when you're running a dial-in time, it's a full tree, so it's three bulbs and then a green. Um, with all the electronics equipment now, you, you you hold in a trans brake button, you let it, like if you have a dial-in box, your electronics control it, you let go of the button on the top bulb and it counts it down for you and then it automatically releases your transmission before it, right before it turns green. And a, a full tree um, or, or a sportsman's tree is when, is like what we do, uh, Top Fuel does, um, the the uh, sportsman tree and it's it's a much quicker tree so you have to be a lot more alert of what you're doing it's all three bulbs come on at one time and then green so you have to your reactive time has to be like spot on you don't get that you know that delay a little delay but I a lot of people think that it's harder to do that I'm better at it just because that's what I'm used to running sure it's for me, it's more intimidating waiting. for It just seems like it's taking forever for those three bulbs to come down, and then you go. I prefer the three and then go. The and then and when go. you said red, did you say it was red? So yeah, oh, so, so, what, so red, what we're saying with red yeah, lighting, so red lighting, red lighting to the ladies. Red lighting is sometimes you'll get a little antsy. If you don't leave on that bottom yellow, you have to kind of anticipate when you think that yellow is going to go out and the green is going to come on. You want to leave as that bottom yellow bulb is starting to go out, where you see the glow is kind of starting to fade. You let go, and then by the time your car starts moving, the light will be green. If you move a little bit too fast, they call it a breakout and you red light. And then you lose your own. Uh, yeah, you see, you lose. Yeah, you you broke out. Uh, or your red light, and you automatically even if even if you go down the track, beat the guy next to you. If you got a red light, if you left too soon before the green came on, then then you lose. So it, yeah, it's, there's multiple factors involved that makes the whole process a lot trickier than it used to be a long time well, ago. Well, that's pretty interesting that like you have to actually look at it and see if it like fades away because I never noticed that when I watched like other street drags. I'm, I just think of it as like a light comes off and comes back on, like. You yeah. know. If you wait till the green comes on, you've been treed. And when yeah. we say treed, that means the other guy had a better reaction time, and you're just automatically going to lose because so he left. And you'll you know. learn all that as you get to go, whether at our street drags or go to the strip with her, which we really hope that's where this all works out. You'll learn all the the pit lingo. Mm-hmm. So you've been treed, or you're, you're you're falling asleep, or your reaction time sucks, you know. And basically, if you don't, if you if you're falling asleep with the tree, they always call it. You don't have enough real estate to catch back up again because you know you only got a quarter mile or 
everything that's going on. So right. her, her, she's going to catch you on the big end, which is quarter at the, at the, at the finish line. I can see her coming home and throwing all the slang at me. And oh, yeah. She, <laughs> she, she, she loves slang. She loves slang. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It, and it's tricky. There's a lot of slang in drag racing. Um, oh, yeah. It's so Yeah, so even if you are the faster car, if you don't have, if you don't cut a good tree, which means you left it. So, like, a, a, a perfect light would be a point zero 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 second reaction time. Just which means you left as soon as the light, the green light came on. M- my average is, like, a point zero zero eight. Point zero zero seven okay. somewhere around, which isn't too bad, but no. Um, and it also depends on, on your car, your car's reaction times. You're always yeah. making adjustments to your electronics too. Like if your electronics aren't releasing your trans brake when they're supposed to, you gotta adjust those. So it's a lot, a lot of, of adjustments. It's tie- it's, yeah, it's, it's all about tie. It's tie. It's the timing process when you actually let your finger off the button to tell the car to go or start its countdown. So it's, it's a variable of different things that are involved in it. But, yeah, you if you blink, you have to try to – this is something you could work on now, actually, is trying to master the art of not blinking. <laughs> you want to <laughs> stare at that light as long as you can so that you don't miss when you see the glow start to go out, you let go, and then the car goes. And they actually have uh, things over the years. I mean, I used to have a long time ago. I used to bracket race. But there's a practice tree you can have for at your at your house. Um, so sit on your on your tabletop. I know I'm yeah, sure. I mean you they have a little. I have a little one that's this big. Yep, and you and can go at home with it. It's got a little trigger thing that you can let let the button off. Yeah, so, so you can see, how, and then you can see how can fast you get the off reaction. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, you oh, yeah. can. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you yeah can. we can get off Amazon yeah. for sure. Uh, that's yep. where I got mine. It's from Amazon. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, I'm gonna buy one now. Yeah. So she does this. They do it professionally, and then of course Scotty K and then Troy, of course, who's here. They do a lot of the, the old school street racing arm drop stuff, you know. Yeah. So, so, but they're this is a lot more this is a higher end upgrade from the street guys, guys, and you know they're more professional safety equipment and all stuff. But, mm-hmm. You know, which we always promote too. So, I'm excited. I want you to do it. I'm excited. Are you kidding me? I oh my gosh! You. The <laughs> well, she, the moment Diana said you can come to the Great Lakes, I was like, heck yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and it's and it's 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 fun, but. Like, I grew up on the track, too, growing up. Like, you know, we always talk about uh, every, we talk with Broadway Bob back in the day. Right. So I grew up doing that in the pits, I mean, as I told you before, working all these shows and doing all this stuff when they had, back in the day when you get down to Great Lakes Dragway, that place was just, it's nothing like it used to be even in the 80s when I grew up. But there was so many drag races going on, uh, monster truck shows, car shows, I mean, all on the same day. It was nuts. That's why we started Motor Mania. And it was so much fun. And you, as kids, you used to go in, we were in, we were in all the pits all the time. You're helping somebody out with their cars or wrenches, and didn't even matter who it was. If you're walking through, and there's some guy helping my, either my dad or my brother, be like, "Hey, help that guy for a minute." Had no idea who they are, which you know who that is, right? And just go get his parts for him so you get the next round. Because the guy was break broken next round, we would just help him. You know, whether you're sitting there with the rag cleaning off his valve covers, wherever you get him back all back together, you learn a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. That's like, funny with me is somebody actually took a picture of three guys from our group. Um, there was something, a, a cable or something, falling off my starter. So it was a, it's a, it's a safety cable where okay. it will come off. So if your shifter is in drive or reverse, if it's in a gear, your car won't start. It's a safety feature. So there's a wire that runs your shifter from the starter. That wire came undone. My car wouldn't start, and I couldn't figure it out. So I jacked my car up quick and climbed under my car. And all three of these guys are eating a sandwich. One of them's drinking a soda, and they're all just standing there watching me while I'm under the <laughs> car turn. Somebody took a picture and put put modern day Norman Rockwell. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd love that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. Yeah. And like I said, it's it. You know, I, we go back to the whole thing about how the guys are intimidated by what goes on and that stuff. And 
and doing that stuff. And I think it's I think it's true. I mean, a lot of, a lot of guys don't have no way to react to it. Yeah, because usually it's the woman holding the wrench or the flashlight for the guy. Now it's the guys holding the flashlight and the wrench for well, me. Well, the guys yeah. see the car. The guys see the car culture as unless I mean everybody knows sex sells whatever. So, but I mean the car industry, they always see a chick with a bikini or doing her laying on the guy's thing, and, or she's there for the I can't hear it, or it goes down to the pinup contest and right. all this stuff goes on. But it's not always the way it's supposed to be. It's not everybody's not the the AK, you know, the dumb arm candy that's out there, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- there are some women that do this where they're like, yeah, I just want to beat the guys. And I am I look at myself as more than equal to them. I don't care who I beat. I'll beat the women, too. I don't care. I'm You're out like, to beat anybody. Beat everybody. Whoever, whoever is in the lane next to me, that's who I'm out to beat. I'm, I don't have a goal, you know, yeah. that I'm going to specifically beat the guys and I'm going to show them, you know. No, I'm just. Who's got time for that, really? Right. You know, I, there, I like, do it because uh, I enjoy it. I love the sport. And it's, uh, you know, I'll race whoever yeah. says they want to race. Do you get a lot of uh, anything back from like this? You know, you run, you obviously, you know, your car, Promod, or however you want to describe that. Now, whenever they, whenever they got the other nostalgia stuff going on, like the uh, the gassers, if you ever there, and a lot of the gassers, um, the Bruce City gassers, and all the guys, they have, they have the backup girls, you know, back in the 60s and 70s. Right. So, and I, <laughs> I was just going to ask you what your opinions are on it. I can tell her the way if that. I just think that's so stupid. I mean, they have their reasons. They do it because that's the way they used to do it, you know, but back now in the it's, 50s, 60s. You know, that was you a know, cool. The, when they did the gassers, and they, and they exactly, when they, it was cool back then because the guys like Jungle Jim and Jungle Pam when they were doing stuff, I mean, that was different. Right. Now these guys are doing it for, uh, like, a little show. And it's like, I'm like, really? I mean, like, and the way they're dressing up their wives or girlfriend or whoever they are, but. I'm like, okay, it's a little extreme now. I saw this one guy when I was at Byron Bracket Racing, and he had, like, the most garbage car. He wasn't even fast. But his wife was out there just, like, throwing herself. Like, she was, like, walking the runway, backing him up. You know, like, put her hand this way, this way, this way. I'm like, if you can't back your car up by yourself, you shouldn't be racing. Like, seriously, how do you even get out of a parking lot of the grocery store if you need some girl? I need my backup girl. <laughs> well, it's funny. I, I always see them going like this and they're like this, and I'm like, what? if you just do a burnout and keep the wheel straight, you should be able to back straight up. Right, and I just follow. You can see where the rubber, like where they lay their rub, the rubber from the yeah. tires going down the track. I just follow that. If I'm getting off one way or the other, I just I straighten it out. To straighten. It, is, it is pretty funny. We I, I watch some of the gaster, you know, like the guys' videos. I'm like, I can't watch it all the time, cause I'll, and I got the same videos going on all the time. Like, oh my god, the same thing. Yeah, it's it's entertainment though. Yeah, it's, it's entertainment. Like watching. So you have okay. So how many more weeks till season starts? I'm trying. May, I'm trying not to count. April fifteenth is our first. April fifteenth, there. Yeah, weather permitting. You know, and you never gotta, know. You got to get the motor in the car. You got to get everything all back the together. The motor right? and the transmission. Yeah, okay. every, all the wiring I think is is done. Okay. Uh, I just have to to do all the other stuff and. And I mean, all the all the motor work and all that stuff that's all self-taught or by dad or you know some of it I got from watching my dad like how to rebuild a carburetor and make adjustments to a carburetor yeah. a lot of people are going with fuel injection yeah I don't understand fuel injection so <laughs> I try to stay with what I know yeah um, a lot of people tell me well you should put a turbo on that car or run nitrous no thanks Nah, you know what you No. I said, I'm old school, and I can run just as fast as your car on a naturally aspirated car without all the power adders. So what does that tell you? Yeah, exactly. The, the motor I built is better, superior to your car because you have to add all these extra things to it to make it run the same as mine. So no thanks. What size motor is in a new car? Um, well, I just had somebody approach me with an opportunity to get a bigger motor than what I'm 
what I'm planning on putting in there. So okay. the one that the one that I have now is going to be a 548 at a thousand horsepower. But somebody just came by my car today and said, "Well, you know, uh, we have a 582 at 1300 horsepower." So. You know, if, if the motor you have isn't producing the, the horsepower, then we yeah, got a backup motor. It's a little more expensive, but it was really, it's like a kid in a candy shop with me. You know, it's <laughs> like somebody waves something more powerful in front of me. I'm like, ooh, what do I, what kidney do I have to sell or what body part can I sell so that, I, that. Can, that I can get that bigger motor or something faster? What's your daily driver? Oh. Uh, my daily driver. Now we're going to get into toys. Daily, yeah, my daily driver um, is a Dodge Ram 1500 with a 6.2 supercharged. Um, it's They're called Helifant. It's a Helifant motor. Okay. Yeah, it's seven. Not what I was expecting. I was expecting, like, I drive a Dodge Neon. Yeah. It's 700. <laughs> it's 750 horsepower motor. Okay. So. So what, you built that, too? Mm-hmm. Yep. I was going to say, I've never heard about this one. Yeah. I, I bought the truck with the regular, just the regular Hemi, the 5.7 liter that comes in its stock. Yeah. And we tore the drivetrain, the electronics, the motor, everything out of it, and put a Helifant in there. Yeah. It's so, like oh, my gosh. That's, I had no idea. Yeah, I can't. My even my golf cart is souped up. I can't keep anything stuck. Oh, look at look at Red's face. He's like, I'm driving it this summer. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's a, it's some kind of sickness. I think it's oh, just yeah? like when the truck isn't fast enough. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get good gas mileage. You know, Ten miles to the gallon, and, but it's fast, and that's all that matters. You know? yeah, it's, <laughs> I'll find the money for gas one way or other. But as long as I can beat the guy. That's next great. To me. This guy in a minivan tried racing me the other day. I'm like, seriously. I'm not even going to try because, like, what's the point? I'm just wasting gas at this point. But it's funny how some, some people will get up next to you and try to race you because they can just hear how loud the truck is. Like, just you just shake your head. And that's, and a, and that's a daily driver. That's my daily driver. That's daily driver. That's my daily cool. driver. Yeah, it's a bit that's ridiculous. But. You, think by the, you think by the end of the season you're going to be doing something different to your truck? So did you tell her what you I have? I have plans. <laughs> I have an 86, 84 GMC. Oh. Um, short box. Short box. Four by four. Four by four. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I have plans for it already, but we got to start with the small small stuff first before getting into the bigger stuff. Yeah, you're probably gonna end up doing an LS swap on it. <laughs> that seems to be like the way to go. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. yep, they're doing that. Everybody's so that, doing that. And LS is the motor. You switch the motor out. Yeah. So yeah. that stuff and switch it up. But yeah, we got that. Uh, I actually picked that up from my buddy Kevin. And uh, I grabbed it for her, and we were pretty good story when you first delivered it to her, huh? Yeah, tell her about that. What? The, the night you got the truck, you didn't know? I kind of did know. Okay, here's how it went. So <laughs> he's, like, talking about cars or whatever, and then he's like, hey, can you come with me to go look at this or whatever? And I'm like, is it a truck? I don't think you heard me when I said that, but I was like, I was like, is it a truck? Because he was kind of hinting towards it the whole night. Yeah. Well, then we walk because he has a big shop. And then there's like a little, like by the train tracks, a little pit, whatever. We turn the corner, and there's my truck sitting, and I just start bawling. Like, I'm like, what the heck? These like, two I'm both like, let loose. There's no way. Did you know so, that it was yours at that point, or you just. Well, I mean, if you bring me to a truck, I'm going to assume it's mine because well, I'm wanting a truck. I did was I had sent her a picture of it. Uh, if you would drive it, yeah. I said, would you ever drive this? And she's like, yeah. And then she turned the corner and she saw it a couple weeks later and she just started crying. Yeah. Aww. yeah and really it, what really got me was the story behind it. Um, can I share the story? Yeah, of course. Okay. So. Tell her how you started doing this when it took you to the Hall of Fame and all that stuff. We're just talking about where the, kid, the previous owner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Tell so, about the previous owner. 
apparently the truck has been sitting for like 20 years and the owner who got it um he got it for his daughter who want who wanted a truck and um she then recently after found out she had cancer and she ended up passing away so he kept it in his garage and just let it sit let it rust whatever so when i found out about that story i kind of like teared up i'm gonna try i'm cheering up right now but it's like knowing that that girl really loved that loved that truck is just like i'm glad that it's being passed down to me in a way right it's just a memory that i like to hold like there was like two pins in there that I that was on the roof of the truck, which made me want to have pins on top of the truck as well, because just in memory of her. But right. um, he took me to monster truck shows two years ago, the Monster Call of Fame down in Indiana, and yeah. ever since then I just love trucks. Like I love big trucks. My dad had has big trucks all throughout my life, and it's just like that's what I want to be. Yeah, I, I've had. I think every single one of my vehicles, except for my very first car, was a 71 Roadrunner with a 383 Hemi in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but ever ever since then, I think for the most part, besides my Camaro, I think I, I've owned trucks. And yeah. It's, um, my last truck was a power wagon. It was jacked up, just huge Dodge. Well, that's a big truck. Everybody said, you know what, you're single. It's because you're driving that truck. And guys don't want <laughs> guys don't want to date you because your truck is bigger yeah. than their truck. Yeah. I'm like, well... So I downgraded to my truck now, and now it's, it's I have a Sport. It's a Dodge Ram Sport, so it's sporty. It's got like the you know the splitter in the front. And yeah. It's it's it looks more like a girl truck, but it's fast. So. So you know who cares? Like it's a truck. Like. Right. Mine had pink stripes on it, and I was like, should I keep it? But I took it off anyways. It's just black. But you know. Nobody who cares? Wants to date a man that's too insecure to date a woman. Yeah, yeah. and if a, if right. a man gets like. Oh, I don't want to get beaten by a girl. He's insecure. He's not good enough. Like, beat him. Yeah. Which is why I'm still single. Hey. <laughs> there's there nothing go. wrong with that. <laughs> right. I'm holding out for the right guy. I I spent so much time either at my shop or at the racetrack that I have to date somebody who is is probably as passionate or very close oh, yeah, to what sure. I do. And, and in the winter, I'm a complete vegetable. I got nothing to do in the winter. So in the, winter. the winter is all theirs. If they've got some kind of winter hobby or something. <laughs> like winter Diana, because I referred to winter oh, yeah. John when I first met him. Yeah. He seemed like he didn't do a lot. So I'm like, where did winter John go? So you have a winter Diana version. Right. We I, do. We have the we have the winter one. Because once the once summer hits and we start thawing out for, like, you know, spring or uh, February, March. Right. It's like game on until... Right. So I hibernate. I save up my energy during the winter because I'm killing myself in the summer. Oh, yeah. It's just nuts. It's just completely crazy. It's, um, and I don't even know how I do it. Some people are yeah. like, I don't even know how, how you do it. Um, it goes for a long time. Yeah, but I mean, when you love something like that, you find your energy. You find, you know, you find your way to, to do it and get oh, it yeah. done. And we um, ready for some long nights. Oh yeah! Oh shit! I am. I am. I've been telling everyone around me that I'm so excited for morning mania season because I am going to be ra- racing as much as I can. Like I am just so pumped. Well then, when we get to the the weekends when you're out touring with her, we can bring down the the brown truck or whatever like that, and you can get some runs because brownie burnout. Yeah, um, we've got that C10 that we have. Okay. Um, it's a good little truck. It's got a 421 small block with a 400 in it and a 12 volt rear thing. Okay. Um, I lowered it down four inches and I put a four link of coilovers in it. So okay. it's a good little patina farm truck, you know, right. for, for the show and stuff. So she can. Uh, we we got to get the trans rebuilt, um, and then I got to put new head gas in it. But it'll be ready for the season. So 
Yeah, free Wednesday pass. nights at the track are ladies' nights, so ladies mm. get in yeah. free. They yeah. get to make a free Ooh. pass. And then yeah. they, so they have the battle of the sexes on ladies' nights. So the ladies all run. They eliminate the ladies. And then the winner of the ladies' passes and the la- winner of the, the guys' pass race each other for the, you know, for the, the trophy. Nice. So it's kind of cool, yeah. I, I don't go because I none of the ladies have they all have street cars. Yeah, you know, you don't, like you I'm got. gonna show up with a like a pro stock and then yeah, beat everybody and I won't have any friends yeah. anymore, you know, so <laughs> I just don't do <laughs> it. Oh, here comes Diana yeah, yeah, everybody, everybody again, just put you your know. cars back on the trailer because <laughs> Diana's here. Yeah, yeah, so I don't even I don't do that. I don't I already have enough people that don't like me. So as far as like social media and stuff go and people try do you have like a social media following on your pages, right? I mean you have that I follow that. Right. I have Ram Smoke Racing on Facebook, and then I have Ram Smoke Enterprise for, okay. my, for my body shop. For your body shop, right. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Mm. So do you, have, do you have shirts and stuff made already? Mm. You don't really do any of that, do you? I did, but they're the old car, so now I have to have new ones made with the new car, which is another reason why I'm not going to be buying another car, because buying these shirts are getting expensive. It gets a little expensive, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, because I have this guy who draws like these cartoon versions of, of my race cars, and they come oh. out super cool, and so I okay. usually have t-shirts made with you know with the race car on it. So. Oh, there we go. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, so now that it's finally painted, I can send them, send this you know the picture to him, and he can draw me a new one. I can have new t-shirts made. But. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and I make these things called hero cards. They have all my sponsors on it. It has like yeah. the best pictures of my race car, and then it has all my sponsors on it. And the kids love those because you autograph that, and then at these big events, they come up to your trailer and you hand, hand the pictures out to them. Is like love those. They collect those. I don't. I don't know if you remember when you were a kid, like Don Garlitz and stuff. Yeah, we used all to those get guys those used to hand those out. Yeah, I used to get a lot of those from the shows. Well, you guys had them from there. Um, the draggers used to have the monster truck guys. Who are, we always had. I mean, I probably saw some that I collected way back in the day. Yeah, so I'm trying to get more of our club members to do that because the club, the kids really love that. Yeah. Oh, the kids even. A lot of people think it's changed a lot, but I mean, you look at. I mean, even Bennett over here with the little side by side. He wasn't really sure about handing out hero cards and stuff, and my brother. He handed out every one of them yesterday, and, oh. and, and young kids were, he was signing for young kids and getting pictures of them and stuff like that, so it's really cool. Yeah, that is and he's cool. And he's only eight years old, so. Yeah, we're, we're trying to get more kids involved. We used to get, you know, like high school students bringing their cars out and racing at the track instead of racing them on the yeah, street. You see, all these kids, you see all these kids crashing off. their cars and stuff because they're racing on the street, so we're trying to, trying to draw them into the racetrack, and yeah. we used to have where you could race a cop. Yeah. So the kids could come bring their their cars yeah, over. We were just and talking about the beat the heat yeah. thing. Yeah, you know, beat the, yeah, beat the heat. Um, so we're trying to, yeah, we're trying to do that. We're trying to get more kids to come to the track and get involved in it, so that you know the next generation, like her, you know, like her, is, is going to take over into drag racing. Because most of us in my, I think most of the people in my club are up there in age, you know. <laughs> so we try to encourage the younger generation to get yeah. involved. Some of them don't even know. Like I passed out a lot of a lot of our our schedule from Great Lakes over the weekend, where people didn't even know that track was around anymore. We we grabbed a pi- big pile of them at the last show and at the Christmas party too, didn't we? And people come to my shop and they looked at them like, where is this all? And I said, Great Lakes Drag. I get people at least coming a couple times a month. I thought the truck was sold. I thought it was closed down. Right. Like, no, it's still open seven days a week. Yeah. So but it's not as, there's not as much advertising on radio or TV. There they used don't to do any advertising, I don't think. It's no. it's all the clubs pretty yeah, much promote the, the track. Anytime we go to any events like this, you know, yeah. we try to pass out flyers and let the public, you know, be aware that, yeah, this track is still is still operating. We have a lot of cool events. Every every holiday weekend, we've got a 
big major events with some really cool cars. The Night of Fire is probably my favorite because they have jet cars from all over the United States that show up for that one. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, oh, that one's probably my favorite, the Night when of Fire. When is that one? It's a jet car spectacular. Um, I think it's in June. I could be okay. wrong. Yeah, you'd have to go yeah. to the Great Lakes website. They have a schedule up there that says what it is. But, um, yeah, I mean, we have some great cars. Some of them, like the... the um, methanol burning funny cars the old school funny cars those will show yeah. up for some of those events and it, i mean it's so bad that even if you're standing back the methanol fumes are just burning your eyeballs you just can't <laughs> if you're downwind from those things yeah, it'll come right through the pits. but it's so cool but yeah you, you just you can't see because it's just so loud and it's it's really you can see like the fumes coming off of the cars it's, i don't know how those guys sit in those cars and still be able to breathe but there's just some of the coolest cars for those events, and I just wish more people were aware of it. You know. Yeah, I think we, well, I think we can definitely do a promoting to get you guys promoted more. But what is the farthest you've taken the cars to? I mean, you said Midwest. Do you ever go like California or Florida or any of stuff? No, I have I have not gone. I'm hoping this year I'll have some time to get down to Florida, maybe to the Gator Nationals. But um, okay. the farthest I've gone is I made it to the Summit Super Series Finals last year. Yeah, you're telling me. Um, that's in Michigan. Uh, Martinsville, Michigan. So I I drove all the way there, and I got there. Everybody was like, "Do you drive here by yourself?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a girl. I can't be girl. trusted. You know, with a yeah, tra- with fall, a truck and a trailer." Yeah. <laughs> um, but there again, the person who was supposed to come with me to help me didn't show up. So I ran that race by myself. I made it to the second round. My water pump went out, and I didn't have anybody to drive the golf cart to push me through the lane. I could have done it if I just ran my fans and just shut it off at the yeah. end of my pass. If I would have had somebody to push my car with a golf cart, but I didn't. So I, I, I basically I, I lost. You had a lot. Because of mechanical, f- yeah, due to lack of help. So, um, but those ones, the, the finals are always really good to, to go to because there's people from Canada that show up for that one. It's it's from they come from all over the United States okay. for the finals because each track sends. 10 to 20 representatives from their track oh, really? to compete in these finals. Yeah, so it's we have the bracket races for Summit um, at the track, and then whoever finishes in the top 10 of those bracket races from our track gets sent to the finals. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's a good time. So you ready to get educated this summer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, not I'm this so summer, pumped. it's this spring. Spring yeah. already, yeah. April, as soon as possible. April 15th. Yeah, April 15th will start. Weather permitting. So you're, we're about we're about 40 minutes from here, and you're you're 20 minutes south, right? Yes. Yeah, 20 minutes south. So. Like an hour. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Right? Uh, I have my license. I can. Get your license on a Saturday when she's at the shop. You can head down there and figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Just yeah. get working. Yeah, I think the the most important lesson you could learn is to learn how to do the work on your car yourself. There's so many times that I've depended on people to show up and they didn't. Oh, yeah. Like last year, I had to put the motor and the transmission in my car by myself. I had to find a creative way to do it to do by it? myself. Oh my um, God. Yeah, so basically, I put the transmission on a motorcycle jack and lowered the car. Luckily, I have a lift. I'm fortunate enough to have a lift. And I lowered the car down onto the transmission and bolted it from really? there. Really? There was. It, you have to improvise, you know, when people say they're going to show up and they don't, which is 90% of the time, you yeah. have to figure out how you're going to get it done. And now you're you're pretty well versed, obviously. You're building your own motors and right. all that stuff. Right, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I kind of prefer, prefer it that way because I know 
if something goes wrong with the car, I know the first place to look, what I okay. might have done wrong, sure. what might need to be adjusted, and I can I don't have to hey, be like, hey, can you come over here and, and f- fix this? You know, <laughs> I do it myself, and then I don't have to worry about whether or not I have somebody with me who can fix it for me. Now, doing in the bracket that you guys are doing, do you have a lot of sponsors? Um, can I help you out? I have six sponsors right now. Six sponsors? Yeah. Okay. I had right trailers last year, but they're dumping all of us little guys and just sticking with the big, but you the know, big the, NH, the big NHRE top fuel guys. Like yeah, it's a little stuff there, yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking for another major sponsor. I left some spots open on the car, the big ones, but they, they get a spot on the car. They get a couple spots on my big trailer, which is like a moving billboard sign. The thing's, That's so, big billboard, the yeah. thing's so huge. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just haven't had time to, to go out and, and try to recruit any sponsors yeah but i have a little some little guys i have um high performance transmission okay. is one of my sponsors uh wabam is one of my sponsors amsoil oh, yeah. is one of my sponsors um mr fabulous photography he does all my f- photographs okay. for me for free um and i think that's it for now i think that's all i have for now so maybe land a couple yeah maybe land a couple for a season so. i hope so yeah it would be mm-hmm. nice to get Shout at least out. one yeah. One, yeah, one, oh, Mr. Z's Automotive, he, he's okay. one of my sponsors, but yeah, I need a major, I still am looking for a major one, but my car draws so much attention that, yeah. you know, hopefully, well, if, I, if, school if I do, yeah. My school? You <laughs> <laughs> right. would not want my school to sponsor no. you. Right. Money is money, baby. Right, <laughs> yeah, I just, I haven't had time, I need to find like a marketing person that can go out there. and. It's, you know, yeah, we know about going after sponsors, it's, it's a lot of work. It is, and I just don't have time between running the body shop and trying to get the car ready. I just don't. Yeah, you know, unless I just cut out sleeping, which, you know, who knows? We do that a lot. Who needs, oh, my sleep. who needs yeah. sleep? It's overrated anyway. It's overrated. I right. sleep when I'm dead. You know, <laughs> take my six-foot nap. Take a six-foot nap. Yeah. Red, you got any more questions? No. That's it? Yeah. Just one, can you start? What? Just one, can you start? Yeah. Well, get her number after the show here. Yeah. It it would be super cool to have, like, an all-women crew. Mm -hmm. You know? That would be cool. That would would be really cool. Yeah, it would be cool. I'll teach you everything that I know, whatever you want to know. I'll show you how to adjust adjust a carburetor, adjust the timing. You know, I'll show you everything that I know how to do. I'm excited. Like, actually, like, I don't show it, but I'm, like, (laughs) I'm a little kid right now. Well, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, thanks for coming out. I was yeah, gonna go. Thank you. Gotta hang for another what? Couple, three and a half hours, yeah. four hours. Yeah, we're, we're probably gonna be the last out because they said they're gonna move all the drivable cars out yeah, first. Yeah, you guys with all the drag cars. Be out yeah. Yeah. So. so we're probably gonna be the last. So we'll take a little nap and then. Let yeah, a long day. I'll just climb in the car. Climb in the car and <laughs> take, take a nap. nap. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we gotta go till I think five or six. So. Yeah. They're not, yeah, they're not letting us leave before six. I mean, no cars are able to leave before six o'clock. No, they don't do any. They won't open the building. So, well, right. thanks for having us and going yes, to the rest of the show. Stay you. away. Thanks for having me. Thank yeah, of course. All right. All right. See you, everybody.